Dayan Kovacevic of, D- of DKPittsburghSports.com joins us now. Crowley in for Madden on 105.9 The X. He's brought to us by Walnut Grill, American Eatery and Bar. I had some food from the Walnut Grill this weekend. Uh, Dayan, thanks so much for coming on. we got to get into the Blue Jays stuff because I know we're going to disagree on this. Uh, apparently this is a running theme. Madden skips out and then you and I have to disagree, but uh, why are you upset with uh, the state of Pennsylvania and the way things have gone down with the Blue Jays here? Well, the to make sure that this part is clear, I couldn't care less if the Blue Jays ever played a game in Pittsburgh one way or another from a baseball standpoint. And I can't imagine that a lot of people would have. I think they would have been playing. I think it would have been a big deal for maybe a day or two. And then once they actually started playing, people would have forgotten that they were over there. Uh, I think from a, from a standpoint of doing something that would have been really good for the city, uh, that's different. Because uh, the short term, obviously, you would be adding jobs you'd be adding employment, you'd be putting people in hotels, not a ton of people, not an enormous impact, but something. Uh, Adam, you've been at PNC Park, you've seen the workers who are there. Uh, You know some of these people, you know them by names and by faces. They're real people. Uh, They're people who actually count on dates, on extra dates uh, for a living. These aren't small things. The businesses around PNC Park aren't small things. Long term, my goodness, you'd be showing off the, the city to an entire country. The whole country of Canada follows the Blue Jays. It's, they're not really Toronto's team. That's not the way they cover them up there. Uh, every team sees the Blue Jays as being, every city, I'm sorry, sees the city. Wow, I'm going to try this again, dude. <laughs> every city <laughs> up there sees the Blue Jays as their team. Even all the way out to Vancouver, it's kind of a weird thing, but it's like that. Between that, New York, Boston, and everybody else in their division, seeing Pittsburgh on a regular basis, Getting rid of the smoky city image and all that other stuff, that's good for tourism. Not this year, obviously. Nobody's traveling. But going forward, that's millions of dollars that you could, you could have, you would have to spend if you were visit Pittsburgh or the, the, the Convention and Visitors Bureau. Uh, I think that might be a little overstated. I mean, if you're, if you're a Canadian, why haven't you been to Pittsburgh already? It's hockey's mecca, for Christ's sake. I mean, come on. Come see Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Malkin play hockey. You know what Pittsburgh's all about. Come down here. I understand what you're saying from a smokestack kind of standpoint because, mm-hmm. boy, that really still does follow Pittsburgh around. And it's and it's hack and it's crap. It's and people crazy, who've been here know. Yeah, it's it's just Dude, absolute it's not, crap. It's not so people I'll, who are far away. It's like you could talk to somebody who's like working a 7-Eleven counter in Cincinnati and they have that image. It's 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 it doesn't go away, but it's not just about like, although tourism is a bigger business in Pittsburgh than I think a lot of people realize. I've seen it, it stated that it's either our second or third biggest industry uh, in the city behind, of course, the medicine. Uh, that's nuts. You know, that's there's a lot of money involved in that. And this would have been a really big thing. On top of that, seriously, dude. The same teams are coming into Philadelphia, which last I checked is still part of the Commonwealth, maybe against their will, but they're still part of the state. (laughs) The same teams are coming through Philadelphia. The same exact teams. There was no daylight here between Pittsburgh and Philadelphia. This decision, and I've been somebody, I haven't been one of these people that's been bashing the governor left and right and everything else or the health department or any of that. This one made no sense. Neither did the explanation. It really didn't. See, I'm going to totally disagree with you on that one, too. In, in the way that I've been putting it, Dayon, and we're probably just not going to agree on this, and that's fine, 
is that the NFL, they're getting laughed at by people because you're playing football and then you're going to go social distance and wear masks after you play football. And everyone says, well, Insanely you're going to get sick on the field. Agree. Yeah. So, see, so but I, John Harbaugh I, but was great on that topic. But see, I totally disagree with that because – the reality is, if you're going to accept the fact that you're playing football, okay, you can play football, but it doesn't mean you can't take the necessary precautions after that. Isn't that what the NHL is doing right now and having a lot of success? The NHL right now has had two positive cases, and all they're saying is, hey, social distance and wear masks apart from the arena. I think it's okay to play the sports and then be safe afterwards. I think it's okay for Pittsburgh and Philly to have their teams and the visitors, but why add a team that you don't need to add when it could potentially be dangerous? I don't know how dangerous it is, but it could potentially be dangerous yeah except i mean you're trying to have it both ways there adam i mean you're saying on one hand you know that it's you know that it's not a big deal and these sports uh leagues are doing a great job which i happen to agree with you on that i and and there's been an an abundance of caution to use the penguins word whenever they scratch those nine guys from the start of camp uh they've been really great at managing that now at the same time you're saying here comes one team with one plane load of like 35 people max coming into your city in a completely controlled setting going right to the hotel from the airport that's going to be right literally across General Robinson Street from the entrance to PNC Park and saying that that's dangerous. It's nuts. It's completely nuts. I don't think it's nuts, but we're not going to agree on that. Dan Kovacevic of DKPittsburghSports.com joining us here on the Mark Madden Show on 105.9 DX. If Pittsburgh gets the Pirates, I'm thrilled about that and take all the safety precautions as possible. If Philadelphia gets the Phillies, I really couldn't give a rat's ass, but Philadelphia is going to be happy. Uh, I don't need the Blue Jays. If there's even 1% chance of a risk that could be spread, uh, I don't need the Blue Jays all up in my business. I, I really don't. Um, let's move on, though, Dayon. Uh, Tristan Jari v. Matt Murray. Uh, it's not just about uh, a couple of – let's get to something that's really going to polarize the people. It's yeah, not right. just about the uh, last couple of practices. It's not just about the scrimmage. It's kind of the whole body of work. Uh, over the last couple of years for Matt Murray. And I'm not advocating you definitely sick the guy, but uh, I do think that there's some merit behind people who are thinking about it. There's merit to examining everything in a short camp, um, you know, within the within the right context, meaning mm-hmm. what really, really matters, at least to me, is what happens as you get closer. Once they get up to Toronto, you've got, that, you've got more practices. They're probably going to find some kind of, scrimmaging format there's just too many days up there for Sullivan not to do that they haven't announced anything yet but you have the July 28 exhibition against the Flyers which everybody to hear the Penguins uh, talk about this to us in Cranberry they're treating that all they're in their heads like a playoff game and it helps obviously that it's the Flyers that's cool too <laughs> but they, they really want to get into it uh, go out there and really start, you know, way more than the Penguins and Flyers did in the regular season, by the way. They didn't hit each other at all. I mean, those didn't look like Penguins-Flyers games. I think this one will look more like the older school. Not that it's going to be filthy or whatever, but start banging people around. Get the games feeling looking real. Uh, Murray versus Jari. Jari has outplayed Murray to this point in camp. There can't be any doubt about that. There's only been the two scrimmages and a handful of practices. Again, that's the context. Uh, I sure wouldn't be making any kind of decision if I'm the coaching staff about this. Should Matt Murray be the number one goalie 
or the default choice for game one, I can tell you that he will be Sullivan's. You know, me and you can debate it all we want, but he, he's going to be Sullivan's default choice. Something would really, really have to become stark in the next few days between the two of those guys for that to change. I had a tease earlier on in the show where I said, I know who Mike Sullivan is going to put between the pipes in game one against Montreal, and my answer was <laughs> the right goalie. I don't know if I don't know. You say it's Murray, and I think you're probably right about that. If it's Murray or Jari, though, if it's come out of Mike Sullivan's mouth, honestly, I don't give this leeway to any other coaches. I'm saying, okay, nah, roll with you, it. You give it happens. to him. Yeah, I know. That's that's a great way of looking at it. I mean, because you, you learn to trust the guy wearing the rings, um, and, and and figure out that he's going to do the right thing for the team. And the funny thing is, is the last time that everybody was really mad at. Mike Sullivan about a goaltending decision. He ended up with another ring, you know. I mean, so, right. I mean, say what you say what you want about whatever his thought process was, or Murray being his guy, but he still ended up making a choice that ended up in the goaltender who beat the Nashville Predators and, and really raised his game up in the last four games of that series. Uh, so, it, it's hard to criticize for that. I, I, you know, here's something weird to think about, though. I brought this up with Murray the other day, up there. One of the things we think about when it comes to playoffs is atmosphere, right? So you, you would ch- you would take your game one goaltender in large part based on can he handle it? Well, if you think about what the atmospheres were like for Murray, I asked him about this, about, about San Jose and Nashville, two completely nutty atmospheres for those game six. And now he's going to be playing in front of crickets. You know, does it impact your decision as a coach saying, you know what? I mean, this is basically just a glorified morning skate as far as the atmosphere maybe that's something that would be in his head just to play devil's advocate with ourselves here yeah i mean that is going to be a totally different circumstance and it kind of leads me into the the last question i had for you day which is uh, and not about the goalies but man a guy like brandon tanev in that line in a building where there's not going to be any fans and the emotion's going to have to come from within <laughs> Yeah, I don't think that's going to be lacking. And in fact, Patrick Hornquist on the McCann line, uh, yeah, they're not going to be missing any energy there either. No, I mean, the the one thing that's been great about this camp that they've had is that from the very, very, very first drill of the first day, Sullivan has kept everything high tempo. And from there, Evgeny Malkin, maybe more than anybody, has made sure that it stayed high tempo. Because when Gino's going through those drills like that, What's your excuse for not doing it, right? Um, I've loved the tempo of of everything they've done at camp. The scrimmages have been awful to watch. They're exactly as sloppy and, you know, not disorganized from a coaching standpoint. Just nobody knows where they're going. All the passes are bad. But I'm going to guess that there's 23 other teams whose camps and scrimmages look just as bad under these circumstances. they got to get it together between now and August 1, obviously. Dan, awesome stuff, man. Uh, appreciate you coming on. And uh, Mark's got to stop skipping out on Wednesdays. I don't know what's up with that. Yeah, I'm going to start taking that personally, right? <laughs> I mean, I would if I were you. Uh, Dan, thanks a lot, man. <laughs> thanks, Adam. That's Dan Kovacevic, DK, PittsburghSports.com, brought to us by Walnut Grill. I'm-